there's a way in which you can adapt a more loving energy, a more loving experience for yourself. I really think it can move mountains in your life. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is all about loving yourself. I thought it would be kind of fun to put together a love yourself challenge. So this isn't um, necessarily going to be like a certain period of time or there's really no... um, reward at the end besides the fact that you'll feel better and hopefully lighter and more connected to who you are and more in love with yourself. Because I really believe that if we fully, truly, truly loved ourselves, we would act from the energy of already being whole, that we are in need of nothing, that there's nothing outside of us that can hurt us. And we would all come from that energy of love and make decisions from love and not from fear, um, which can come in the form of hatred or uh, scarcity or lack mindset or negativity. And not to say that those things aren't going to be a part of our lives, but I feel as though there's little things we can do every single day or questions, simple questions that we can ask ourselves that sort of allow us to take inventory of where we are, how we're living our lives. Sometimes we just get so caught up in our day-to-day activities, what's expected of us from ourselves, from our family, from our jobs, that we get lost. And perhaps you might be feeling a little off or crummy. There's a lot going on in the world and there has been for a long time now. And it can weigh on you. And so I wanted to create this challenge and I like the idea of it being a challenge. I think that's just some fun language. So that's kind of the idea around the love yourself challenge. But you can take what you want from this as always. I kind of see myself, I found a great analogy for this because I love analogies, is you're the driver of the car and I'm the road. So you're the one that finds the episode. You listen to the information that gets you from A to B. I'm just the catalyst to help you um, attract that into your life. Like you are the one creating this information for yourself. And so if you're here and you're listening and you're like, hmm, this sounds interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out, then I know that you're here for a reason. Um, I don't think anything happens by accident, but more so in this case, where maybe you've been guided here to nudge yourself back into a more loving space. Um, maybe an opportunity for you to slow down a little bit, or maybe you're kind of at a crossroads in your life and you're really feeling lost. So I'm just, my hope is that you listen to this and you take one thing or maybe you do all of it and you're like, I'm going to do a 30-day challenge or a seven-day challenge. Or you're like, I'm just going to do this one question today. But at any rate, let's just dive in. Um, As I mentioned, I think sometimes we need to feel as though our current path... um, 
must be painful. Or let me re- reframe this. I'm kind of looking at uh, texts that I have written down. I actually wrote notes for today's episode. <laughs> Very excited. Um, oh, now I know where I'm going with this. So the love yourself challenge, sometimes we come to a crossroads in our lives because we are given the opportunity to go within so that we can make changes and just learn to love ourselves more so that we can show up in a more joyful life and create better experiences for ourselves. But I don't necessarily think that we have to wait until this point where we meet these crossroads. I know for me, when um, a couple of years ago, when I first started out on this journey, the current path I was on was so painful, but it was familiar and it was comfortable. And although it was painful, like I allowed it to happen for a very long time until I couldn't take it any longer. And I was willing to risk everything. I was like, all I know is that this is not working. I will do anything. And I think we can make adjustments before we get to that point. And I think you truly only learn from experience. But if if there's a way in which you can adapt a more loving energy, a more loving experience for yourself, I really think it can move mountains in your life. So the first thing, it's kind of like a step-by-step, but it's going to be pretty fluid. um, And maybe you want to take notes or maybe you're driving and maybe you can listen to this again and jot down maybe some of the questions. I'll try and include the step-by-step in the show notes, which you can reference um, whatever platform you're listening to this on. There's always notes associated with every episode for those of you who aren't familiar. And you can just dive in there and I'll have the questions in there for like journal prompting or maybe after you meditate, you can just reflect on the questions. So the first one is seems like a pretty basic question, but I don't think we oftentimes ask ourselves this very much. Are you happy with how you're spending your days? Hmm. And diving into this a little further, make a list of all your daily activities and then writing down on a scale from one to 10, rating like 10 is the greatest thing ever and one is the worst thing ever. And how many of those are rated a five or under? Those activities oftentimes will drain our energy because they're not in alignment or our thoughts around those activities are not in alignment. So asking yourself, is there a way in which I can release these activities? Do I actually have to do this every day? Or like, can I just simply not do them anymore? Or is there an opportunity for me to outsource this? Because I think we all have our own unique strengths, right? We all have our zone of genius. And when we don't allow ourselves to focus in that zone and we get caught up in kind of the doing of everything, it drains our energy so much so that we can't focus on the true essence of what will bring us joy, fulfillment, and alignment. It's kind of scrubbing through and your ego is going to say, well, what does she know? I have to do all these things. It's not necessarily true. Okay. So just sit tight for a second. (laughs) Don't let it come in and sabotage everything. Um... One other question is, how much time do you spend daily on yourself? So you might brush your teeth, take a shower, but is that for yourself or for other people? Um, Do you meditate? Do you have a morning routine? Do you work out? Do you eat healthy food? Thinking of ways in which you show up for yourself. And maybe you're realizing you really don't. And that's totally fine. That's okay. That's what this exercise is for 
is because once you have awareness around your experience, that's when you can start making changes. So for the next week, um, or however long you decide to do this challenge, or maybe forever, I want you to treat yourself as though you are the person that you love the most in this world. So identify who that person might be. It might be your kid or a parent, a grandparent, a relative, a mentor. It could be even just a celebrity that you don't even know. But identifying who that person is and how would you treat them in certain circumstances where you might not treat yourself with such loving kindness. So if someone asks you you to do something that you don't want to do, and that person who you love and care about came to you and told you that, what would you say to them? How would you respond? Would you say, don't do it if you don't want to do it. Honor, honor what works best for you. Or if sometimes this happens to me a lot actually is like, if I'm tired, I get mad at myself for not having more energy. Because um, now that I actually listen to my body, I've realized I'm tired a lot more than I used to be. <laughs> But what would you say to that person that you love so much? If they're like, man, I'm so tired. I'm so bummed I'm tired. Like, wouldn't you just be like, no, you're a human. Go get some rest. Take a nap. Relax. Don't push yourself. Let yourself just be. It's just a sign from your body that either something you're working on is draining your energy or that you just need a little more rest. It's no big deal. The world's not going to fall apart. You deserve it. And coming from that space of truly loving yourself, And if it's not something you do on the regular, that's why I had the exercise of kind of treating yourself as though you are the person you love in the world the most, because that is truly how you should treat yourself always. But we haven't always been taught that. So we've adopted some pretty nasty patterns in how we treat ourselves. Maybe pushing beyond our limits, saying yes when we mean no, um, all those types of things. And then another piece, um, I'm just going to keep going here, is how are you measuring success of a day? And I've done an episode on how to measure, how do you measure your own success? But just identifying in the list of things that you wrote down of how you live your day, is it getting things done? Is it just getting things accomplished, things crossed off your list? Is it about being present and showing up fully for yourself and for people around you? Is it just simply experiencing joy in everything that you do? Is it connecting with others truly and authentically? And now that you've identified maybe how you measure success, is that does that matter to you? Is that fulfilling for you? Or is it all just about tasking and getting things accomplished, getting things done? Because to me, that's just a broken cycle because those to-do lists will never go away. And you'll keep adding things to the list to cross off. And that piece of fulfillment that stems from love, connection, support, presence might be missed out on. And then you come up with the idea that, oh, once I get this, once I accomplish this thing, then I'll become a different version of me. But as I've said a zillion times on this show, you are there is where you are. You're already there. And if you can't see it now, you can't see it once you get there. So just seeing ways in which you can shift these goals that you have to measure success of a day to serve you better, 
So maybe you're like, I am going to be kind to every person I come into contact with today and just see how that feels at the end of the day. Or I'm really going to be present and intentional with the actions I take today. And you may think that your schedule doesn't allow that. But what happens is when we are blind to these simple truths of life that really create joy and happiness and fulfillment, when we aren't paying attention to those things, the to-do list can get miles and miles long. And we start to not even recognize how much we're filling our days with things that are just not necessary. A lot of it can stem from fear, a decision to work harder than maybe your body wants you to because you're scared that you're not going to make enough money otherwise. Or making decisions out of fear, like my boss will fire me. Or I have to work out super hard or I'll be fat or whatever your your action you take from fears. We all have them. It's okay. But just recognizing that and seeing like, how can I come from an energy of abundance and love? Maybe... I recognize that when I push myself beyond my limits when I'm working, I really don't get a lot accomplished and my energy doesn't feel good. I don't attract the right people and clients. My work isn't as robust and positive and impactful. It's just kind of me going through the motions and doing things. So just kind of that whole first section was really just taking inventory of where you're at. And next, I'm going to kind of talk about some steps, some action steps that you can take to perhaps integrate more presence and love into your life with this challenge. So um, first is gratitudes at the end of the day. So this is something that me and my husband do. We've been doing it for a couple of years now since we have been together. And at the end of the night, right when we get into bed, we do three to five things that we're grateful for. And if you don't have a partner, you can do it by yourself. I used to do it by myself before I was married. And I just think through the day, kind of just go through the experience of how my day played out. And because I do this on a day-to-day basis, I now live the day looking for opportunities to create a gratitude that I can share at the end of the evening. So the lens in which I'm looking for or looking through at life is one of abundance and looking for things that are going right. Because what you focus on, you create more of. And there is a lot of wrong or what we perceive as wrong in life and in our world. And um, it's all how you choose to look at things. And I can completely understand how sometimes we get off track and we get focused in the wrong direction. But it's really just a way in which you can guide yourself back to the right direction because you truly know, deep down, you know whether you're focusing on the good or the bad. You do. And... You might be just blindly through a pattern focusing on the negative. And so this exercise can give you the opportunity. You're going through your day, great things that you can share with yourself or a partner or friend at the end of the day. And then it's also a great update for kind of what went on in that other person's life. And you can get excited for them about things or uh, pray with them about things. I think it's just really nice. Um, And it helps create a more positive outlook for your days. So next is kind of talking through the setup for the next day. So this is the night before you're doing your gratitudes at the end of the day. 
and set up for the next day. You get up in the morning. Do not grab your phone first thing in the morning. Please, dear Lord, my God, (laughs) don't do that. You'll be at the mercy of the rest of the world from the minute you wake up. And I get it. I have texts, emails, and calls, all the things. I'm a realtor. Things are time-bound. But if it can't allow me to do a morning routine, then it wasn't meant to be in the first place. Okay? We can't force things to happen. There's a larger hand at play. You are meant to participate. You are not meant to control and be forced to live a life with no boundaries. That's just not true. So please do not grab your phone first thing in the morning. Just try it for a few days. Then if you can, um, if you're anything like me, how I used to be, I used to wake up and immediately my to-do list pops into my head and I get fearful, worried, stressed, all the things. And now because I've trained my brain, I immediately think about nothing. I just allow myself to be present. I put my feet in my uh, slippers. I walk over, I smell the coffee as it's being brewed and then I read my affirmations. But if this is something that seems challenging to you, because your brain, think of your brain having these like neural pathways is what they call them. But think of it almost like these highways that have been, there's like a flat surface and then there's these little grooves of neural pathways that have been patterned over time. So your brain instantly goes, okay, let's think about all the things we're scared about. Let's think about all the things that stress us out. And so to re-pattern takes time and energy And so two little tricks I used to play on myself is one, I would pretend like it was my birthday or like a holiday morning. I love holidays. They all, all, every time a holiday is approaching, I'm like, this is my favorite holiday. (laughs) And I make the cakes, I all decorate, um, any celebrations to be had, I'm all about it. So my energy on those mornings when they are true is very different. And of course, on your birthday, in most cases for most people, You just feel lighter that day. And really nothing has changed. We've just created a day and have decided like the importance level. Okay, the day I was born is huge and it's worth celebrating. But you can do this every single day. So at first you can lie to yourself. And it's kind of funny how crazy it works because you're like, wait, I know that I'm lying to myself, but somehow this works is tricking your brain to believe that it's either Chris or like holiday morning. Don't want to, I don't know what you celebrate or Thanksgiving or Halloween or maybe your favorite holiday you pick or your birthday. And if you can't get the energy there feeling lighter, maybe in anticipation for a fun day, Another option is when you get up in the morning is you just default to that inner voice saying, I love myself. And I got this from a book called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And it's by, I can't remember his name right now, but he is or was, I don't know if he still is. He's, I think he's still in like uh, Silicon Valley in terms of venture capitalism, but he had a business beforehand and he watched the business fail and it took him apart. And he became super depressed. And so he came up with this process that allowed him to repattern his inner critic to think differently so that he could love himself more and everything in his life changed. His whole life went upside down. But he even talks about in the book, even though he's created these processes, the ingrained neural pathways of negativity and doubt and fear and worry were so deep that if he missed these practices, for even a couple of weeks, he would completely fall back into those old patterns. So just that's a reminder. 
thing. It's not hard. These things aren't hard to do, but they're just little tiny steps. And the consistency is really the factor that will drive the result. So let me get to my point here again, um, is just a reminder, we're going back to the morning, right when you wake up in the morning. So don't grab your phone first thing. And then if your brain defaults to negative thoughts or worry or fear or stress, pretend like it's a holiday or your birthday, or just default no matter what to, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. He literally does it over and over and over for like month or like a month or something straight. And you'll be surprised. At first, it's weird, but you'll be surprised how much this can shift your energy and kind of distract your monkey mind. Then take out a journal. I highly recommend doing this every day if you can. Or if you can't do it in the morning, maybe you do this uh, in the afternoon. It is really about setting your day up though. Because when we visualize, our brains have a challenging time deciphering between reality and thought. So if we think about how the day is going to unfold, we're more likely to experience a day with that energy and with those results. So the questions are actually from Gabby Bernstein's book, Super Attractor, which I highly, highly recommend. That book has changed my life. I feel like it helped me to better understand the ability to let go and trust in the universe and know that you have a support team always with you. And after reading that book, I met my husband. I got our house that we live in now. Um, My business started thriving, all the things, and life was just better and easier. So highly recommend that book if you're interested in manifestation or just kind of looking at life in a different way. But anyway, so the questions are, how do I want to feel today? So thoughts that come to my mind when I'll do this is, I want to feel free. I want to feel confident. I want to feel supported. I want to feel like I'm doing it right. I want to feel joyful, energized, present, and whatever other language might come to you. Like, how do you want to feel? What would be your best day? What would be your best outcome? And then who do I want to be today? So what version of me do I want to show up as? I want to show up as someone that is calm and confident and kind to others and intelligent and patient and whatever other things sound good to you. What do I want to receive today? I want to receive good energy from those people around me. I want to receive guidance from my inner higher self. I want to receive, and it could be a thing. I want to receive a check in the mail or I want to receive uh, an answer on that book proposal or whatever you've got going on. And then finally, what do I want to give today? I want to give kindness. I want to give presence. I want to listen, truly listen to people when they talk. I want to look at someone in the eyes and let them know I'm here for them. Or again, it could be an actual tangible thing. I want to give donations. I want to give compliments. I want to give food to my friend or whatever. And it's just a way in which you can shift your energy to set your day up and you can think about all the things you might have on your plate scheduled for the day. So if you are um, someone that has a scheduled day, maybe your day is always kind of up in the air. You don't really know. But it gives you an idea of how you can envision yourself going through your day, flowing through it, whether you have a schedule or not, 
and watch and see what an incredible, profound impact that has because the science of it is it raises your vibration, it raises your expectation, and it allows you to show up in a better energy, thus attracting better experiences, things, people, etc. So just give it a shot. Uh, next is just some few tactical recommendations. Again, these aren't things that you haven't heard before, but they really, really make a difference in your life. It's pretty profound. Um, whenever I've noticed I falter from these things um, just due to life, and that's okay, it's going to happen. I totally can feel a shift in my energy, in my emotions, and how I show up in the world. So getting enough sleep, super, super important. If you have a newborn baby, I totally don't understand that life yet, but maybe you skip that one. Um, but getting enough sleep, don't stay up super late, just zoning out on TV. Like I know it feels good at the moment, but you won't uh, feel as bright and open in the morning. Sleep is so important. We need to unplug. Think of when technology doesn't work. If you turn it off or you unplug it and then you plug it back in, it'll work better. It needs rest just as you do. Cutting back on social media. This has helped me a lot and it's challenging because I use Instagram for my business. It's more from a point of education and kind of letting my clients know more about who I am, how I operate, what it's like to work with me. So it's not necessarily a lead generator. So I don't have to spend a ton of time on there, but it is like my my online business card. So if I meet someone at an open house or at an event or in a conversation, they'll go on my Instagram and they're like, oh, okay. She she helps people and seems like she's pretty cool or that's at least what I hope they think. Or maybe they're like, she is hella weird. I don't know. Maybe they think that too, which is fine. They're not for me then. Um <laughs> But because of the holy crap, let's get back on track here. So social media, um, adding that timer. And what you can do is you actually go into your settings. Um, just Google how to do this. I mean, you can literally get a step-by-step anywhere, but I've changed my timer to 20 minutes. And man, it's pretty shocking how quickly I go through that in a day. And then it'll say, time's up. Do you want to continue? And you feel like you're like doing drugs if you say yes, or at least that's the feeling I get. I feel so guilty. And what I've noticed is the days in which I abide by this 20-minute timer, I don't know, I just feel better. And I definitely think social media serves a wonderful purpose, especially the people I follow. There's so much beautiful content and inspiration and love and positivity, but there's also just so much. Like it's so much for your brain to process and it's all perfect. Sometimes I'll look at my social media when I'm feeling down and it's mine. And I'm like, I don't even feel like I am this person because it's just like this perfection little snapshot, you know, and it's not realistic. And I think we all measure up to that. And it's just not how life is meant to be lived. So if you're scrolling on there constantly or finding yourself bogged down by maybe the negativity that's on social media, do yourself a favor and try just cutting back and try it out for a week and see what happens. I bet you'll see a shift in your energy just from that simple, simple shift. Um, Drinking enough water. I mean, I think that one, I don't really need to explain much more, but we are water. So don't be California. (laughs) We have no water. It, It never rains here. We're in like a crazy drought. 
And um, it's just representative of how nourishing and supportive water can be. So drink as much water as you can. I know it can be challenging sometimes if you're out and about, but maybe get a cool little water bottle and commit and say, you know what? I'm going to set the intention that I'm going to drink X amount of glasses of water a day because it really does help with your energy. Eating nourishing foods, yet all in moderation. Have a glass of wine if you want a glass of wine. Have a donut if you want a donut. It's having 14 donuts because you didn't have the one donut that you wanted that's going to hurt you. It's not even going to hurt you. It's just you're likely eating. Um, I'm not going to go into that. That's a whole other deal. Um, but it's important to fill your body with foods that can support you. Um, I found, because I like, I love eating actually. Food is a huge part of my life. I love cooking and baking. And I find on the weekends, I'm a little bit more lackadaisical and I feel like crap on Sundays because I'm just like, holy crap, cheese Louise and carbs and beers and wine and all the things. So just the week, during the week, I eat salads and I eat really light. I drink tons of water. Um, I still have dessert, a couple bites of Tyler's dessert every night because he eats dessert because I make it all the time. But um, just all little things in moderation, but the bulk of your food, make sure you are nourishing your body. Being outside in nature, if you're feeling really wrapped up and you're stressed and frustrated, literally go put your feet in the grass for 10 minutes. It might even feel hard for you to do that because your your brain will tell you, oh no, don't do this because it's going to slow us down. Um, but it'll help center you back, help ground you down. Being in nature is one of the most lovable things you can do to yourself. Um, listening to valuable content. So if you're listening to this podcast, um, you are doing that already. Congratulations to you. You can also check out other podcasts, Oprah's Super Soul Conversations, um, I love James Wedmore's podcast. Um, and you can go on Abraham Hicks YouTube. You can check out Alan Cohen on YouTube. There's so much free content out there that helps you fill your brain with positivity and good things. And again, as I always say, this isn't about ignoring your negative thoughts or feelings. Those serve a purpose. You need those too. But it's when we have the opportunity to really take a... Uh, review of how we're living our lives. And is there an opportunity for us to make little small changes and improvements that will help heal us collectively and not make those negative feelings feel so daunting and large? Okay. So by doing these steps, you're really allowing yourself to connect deeper into your being. When we're running around and we're tasking, we're not listening. And we can miss the guidance that's patiently waiting for us inside. The analogy that Abraham Hicks used, which I think is so, such a good one, it really nails it, is the idea of vacuuming without being plugged in. When you're not plugged in, when you're not connected to source, to your inner guidance, to who you are, where you're not being that version, think of a vacuum that's not plugged in. It's not doing its job. It's not working well. And a lot of us will then think, okay, I need to go over those areas again. I need to push the vacuum harder. I need to work more. And really all you got to do is plug it in and it will easily start to work. And so it's this analogy of when you plug in, 
when you slow down, when you love yourself, when you show yourself more love, you can connect to that energy, which will then allow you to clean your house in one fell sweep. (laughs) But I hope you get that analogy. I think it makes a lot of sense to me at least. And maybe it doesn't to you and that's okay too. But I like to share those to try and bring forth ways in which we can understand intellectually these spiritual principles. And one thing I want to call out ahead of time is if you do all these activities and you've never done them before, you've never taken inventory of how you're living, you've never done gratitudes, you've never answered questions in a journal, you may experience discomfort. Because if you've been avoiding being present or slowing down or giving yourself love, it's not going to feel comfortable. You're going to be in this kind of uncertain energy. Even though it might feel good, there's this underlying thing that's like, hold on, wait a minute. And also because we likely have been ignoring a lot of emotions through our tasking, through our doing, through our not showing ourselves love, boundaries. And so that is going to be a little of an upheaval. And that's okay. Because we're taught in life sometimes, at least I was, that life is a little difficult. And it requires us to push, force, control in order for us to get to where we want to be. But it couldn't be further from the truth. But it can be challenging to then stop that pattern and fully trust that you'll be supported and things will work out if you slow down, you don't push, you don't force, you don't control because it's the opposite of what you've been taught and you've created true for yourself. So... Just knowing that if those feelings come up, it's okay. You're doing it right. And allow those feelings to come up. Don't identify with them. They aren't who you are. It's just your ego trying to keep you safe in a pattern that feels comfortable to you and that you've done before. And over time, your muscle of love and support and strength and that connection will get so strong that yes, the discomfort is still there, but it's not as loud. And you're able to recognize it and see it for what it is. And when you feel off or something isn't working, right? We can assume that there is a problem that needs to be fixed or that something has gone wrong. So if you start experiencing these feelings, you might be like, oh my gosh, this is wrong. However, it's often just our guidance system nudging us in another direction, They're trying to say, no, no, this is not the way. Time to shift direction and maybe go towards back to those practices that you were taught on this episode or that you've been maybe doing on your own, something completely different. And an analogy for this one, because I love analogies if you haven't already discovered that, is think of this nudge or this redirection that makes you feel, okay, this is not the right, like things aren't feeling right here the way in which you've been moving forward as the side bumps on a freeway. So you know when you're driving on the freeway, especially at night, and you might be like either not paying attention or you're trying to find a song on your phone or texting while driving, which is not good, or maybe you're just tired and you simply just close your eyes, you can feel the bumps on the side of the road that keep us going straight on the road. And think of this negative feeling that might come up as a reminder to say, hey, hey, don't, no, no, that's okay. You don't have to feel this way. Let's just, let's just get back on track. Let's just nudge ourselves back onto the freeway. 
And I've learned, I Googled this, those are called rumble strips. So another analogy of just, it's just an opportunity for you to shift yourself back into alignment. We don't, when we're driving on the road and we hit those strips, we're not like, oh my gosh, I did it wrong. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I almost drove off the road. No, we're just like, okay, cool. I was almost driving off the road. Time to go straight again. We don't think twice about it. We don't judge ourselves about it. We don't get mad about it. It just is. And if we can use that same analogy for when we feel off or something doesn't work out the way in which we wanted it to, it's just a nudge in the right direction. And then finally, through all of this, um, is having a lot of trust and patience with yourself and grace with others maybe um, and know that you will be supported. Even if you just practice one of these things and try and show yourself a little bit more love, I feel as though, at least for me, what I've found, that life just gets easier. And when it's easier, it's better, at least for me. So I hope that you got something from today's episode. If you want to share with a friend and maybe you guys can work on the challenge together. As I said, I'll have everything in the show notes. You can take one takeaway. Maybe you just do the gratitudes or maybe you do the setup for the next day where you answer the questions in the journal. Or maybe you take inventory of how you're spending your day and maybe you stop doing things that no longer serve you because you are powerful and you're worthy of living a life that you love and that loves you back. And you don't have to suffer and it doesn't have to be difficult. And I know that can be challenging to shift away from if you've been taught that. But please know through the discomfort, you will gain a lot of clarity and ease. And to me, there's nothing better than that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe or uh, rate. I'd love to hear your feedback, what you thought. If there's any topic you'd like me to do an episode on as well, please reach out to me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at Morgan King Real Estate um, for my other gig, my other business. But um, I'm going to get off here because I'm starting to sound crazy. So until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening. 